On our first post-Super Bowl episode of Sandlot Sports, we provide our thoughts on the NBA All-Star Weekend, the game, the three-point shooting contest, the dunk contest. We also get into what we expect to come up in the, in the second half of the NBA season, and we get into some college basketball talk with the Jawan Howard, uh, Michigan-Wisconsin fight that happened over the weekend. And we do everyone's favorite internet topic, Michael Jordan versus LeBron James, which LeBron is always better. You know, with that, you know, just have Curry shoot five point shots. Who cares? Yeah, whatever it is, they have to do something because let's get to the point where like the average NBA fan or even the fanatics are getting like restless. Like, is this all you got? All the athletic athleticism that you have, this all you can do. I can do that. You know what I'm saying? For the most part, a lot of the dunks are yeah. attempting. You know, the average joke attempted and, and make the dunk. So yeah, they have to do something. I I can do what they were doing. I can miss dunks all night long. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Kappison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Russell Wilson, maybe to the Steelers? Mm. Or, you know, or Kirk Cousins to the Panthers. Anyways, um, and BJ <laughs> Thomas. Kirk Cousins to the Panthers would be funny just to see him get another contract with yeah. another franchise. They have another franchise so, pay him way more money than he should be paid. So we, th- this is where we're on now. This is our first week without football, and this is what we're talking about. We're leading off with Kirk Cousins. That's just how bad we are. So... <laughs> I, I was thinking how we're going to start the show, and I'm like, okay, well, I need you know, ex- existential question. What's the sound of one hand clapping? If a tree falls in the forest and no one's around, does it make a sound? If we got rid of the slam dunk contest, would anyone give a crap? No. Well, okay, let's, cool. we, let's hold on a second now. Every, every so often, there comes a great slam dunk contest. There's been a few of them. Obviously, Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon was an amazing dunk contest. Michael and Dominique, Vince Carter and himself. That was an amazing dunk contest. And actually, if you watch, Tracy McGrady had a good dunk contest, but it was just going against Vince Carter. I don't know. It's tough. You can't predict when those are going to come, but the ones in between are getting really bad. And, mm-hmm. and by really bad, we mean like really, really bad, like not watchable bad. I don't, I don't watch them anymore. That's, honestly, I, mean, I, I, I had that attitude for a while, and I missed the Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon one. I had to catch the two highlights. But like even the Blake Griffin one, when he quote unquote jumped over a car, which he didn't really jump over a car, he jumped over the hood of the car. It wasn't really that great and i don't know how you can improve it to make it like palatable one of the most impressive dunks i saw was cole cole anthony dunking in timberlands i was like hey hey that's like wearing (laughs) cement boots yeah Yeah. good job but if you but if you you know live in new york or let's say you visit new york you see the guys at the park that's a normal there (laughs) well i mean if you can dunk with those on imagine what you can do with a pair of tennis shoes on you probably get two or three inches out of that (laughs) (laughs) exactly Yeah, the the go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was saying the the three point shootout is what I get excited for because I like the fact that where you know you got seven footers <laughs> shooting threes trying to win. Are Anthony Towns winning the whole thing? Exactly. So I see if it's going to place. But I mean, yeah, the dunk contest. I mean, not only are the dunks just not that good, but they're not executed. Yeah, and that was and, bad and, as Chris Anderson's dunk contest. I believe he had yeah. thirty two dunks in that contest. Thirty two missed dunks. <laughs> yeah, it's it's terrible. I, I remember back in the day. Now you know this is going to be like grown man shaking his fist to the air. But back in the day, if you missed the dunk on your turn, you were basically disqualified. Yeah, I, they should bring in those uh, professional dunkers. Yeah, just let them do it. And, uh, and that, if an, if was, an NBA guy thinks he can hang with them, let him enter. Yeah. that was one of one of the the suggestions. I want to say it was Stephen A. Smith, but it may have been someone else on ESPN. They're like, just go around the country and get 
dunkers who actually know yeah. how to dunk and actually want to be there I just, um, and put them up against the NBA guys. And, I just watched a clip. Of, I'm sorry. I just watched a clip of a guy go between his legs twice. No, none none of this hopping off the air already going between the legs, both feet off the ground. Foop, foop, bum. So, yeah, yeah crazy, yeah. crazy. It's getting crazy. What's going on in the league? You're telling me we don't have anybody that athletic? The problem is, is you ruined Aaron Gordon. He doesn't yep. want to do it anymore. He should have won that last one. Um, Zach Levine's won it twice. What else he got to do? Yeah. And John Morant doesn't want to do it. Yeah, he doesn't want to do it. Which stinks because he may be the most explosive 6'3 guy in the league right now. Yeah. Yeah. He may be the most. He may be the most explosive since Westbrook. Hands down. Like he's a freak. Yeah. I love watching yeah. him play. Oh yeah. And another yeah. thing is, as far as the franchise go, I really don't care if my guys don't do it. That's like 15 jumps on those knees that don't have to happen. So yeah. <laughs> <that'd be great. laughs> like I could save those 15 jumps, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. The dunk contest is tricky. Sometimes there's some really epic ones that like Vince Carter changed the game. Yeah. Mike and Dominique, Dr. J changed it. Mike and Dominique changed it, and then Vince just reset the whole thing yeah. along with Jason. I mean, yeah, but you, you said it yourself, there hasn't been a good one since 2016. That was six mm-hmm. years ago. And it was epic. Yeah. yeah. And it was epic. It was, it was prime, it was primetime TV right there. I'm sad I missed but it. it just, had to rewatch it. But it just, it hasn't been good to watch. Now, maybe, maybe you flip it. Maybe instead of having three point contest and then the dunk contest, maybe you move it early in the day. And you don't make it the highlight of your night. Because mm-hmm. it, it used to be the dunk contest was a highlight of the night. So it was like, like the main event at a, at a boxing match. You put it towards the end. Maybe you kind of move it up a little bit and like bj said you make the three-point shooting contest that's your main event now and you know with that you know just have curry shoot five point shots who cares yeah whatever it is they have to do something because let's get to the point where like the average nba fan or even the fanatics start getting like restless like is this all you got all the athletes athleticism that you have this all you can do i can do that you know what i'm saying for the most part a lot of the ducks are there yeah. attempting you know the average joke can attempt it and, and make the dunk so yeah they have to do something i i can do what they were doing i can miss dunks all night long <laughs> exactly why wasn't Derek jones jr out there he's in the league he's playing for the bulls why wasn't he out there yeah. like the guys that can actually dunk not the names right oh that's a good question yeah like, this, this has got to be more whoop, whoop. than uh the marquee you got to just put guys in there that can dunk period that just are good at it i remember um this was probably a decade ago when dwight uh, one, but it was, he went up against Gerald Green, who did the birthday cake. He yeah. just put the cupcake on the rim. Gerald I had Green no idea who he was, athlete. and he went up there and like blew out a cupcake. That was you know, awesome. You know, he's only got like nine and a half fingers. Really, I did not know that. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what accident had it, but when he was younger, he lost the tip on. I think it's his one of his pointer fingers. Oh wow! Like two knuckles. Yeah, a two knuckler. A two, yeah, two knuckler. Yeah. Well, no, but with the All Star game, yeah, you know, with with our with the All Star game now behind us, now we're moving on to the second half of the season. That's only like mm-hmm. the last quarter of the season. I don't know what happened to the calendar. Kind of where did what do you guys see that the rest of the season going? Um, as far especially as knowing, let's, let's start in the east. Let's start in the east. So right. I mean, Brooklyn has been been stocking up on um, old stars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Um, <laughs> because it, it was funny. They got Ben Simmons. It was like, hey, good, we got a point guard. Now we'll get Goran Dragic. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you not have faith that Simmons is actually going to perform? What, what's 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 this about? I mean, yeah. I, I think it's more on Kyrie not being able to play those home games that they're going to need in the playoffs. Uh, they're going to drop that restriction here shortly. We, we hope. We, we hope. They should. But also, too, going like the rest of the season, the Nets, they if they want to be able to advance, I say that they have to be at least they want to be like a four, like no less than a four seed, in my opinion. Um, I think 
I do believe that the Eastern Conference Finals is going to be the Bucks and Heat. I don't see nobody being able to beat them four times in the series. Also, too, that pickup, I keep telling people, that pickup that the Bucks picked up Serge Ibaka is huge. It's huge because he's going to be able to guard those, those, uh, those power forwards that gives Giannis some leeway to be able to pretty much dominate more than what he's doing. So th- that was a chess move that, that was big for the Milwaukee Bucks, in my opinion. That, that was a playoff move. That was a move designed to get, <laughs> yeah. to get them in the playoffs. Whereas yeah. picking your train for Ben Simmons and picking him Gordon Dragic to me is a move to get to the playoffs. Right. <laughs> you called it. Exactly. Right now it's Brooklyn's, Brooklyn's the eight seed. Right. I mean, and they're, they're, they're going to be in the playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in the playing tournament as, if it's if it starts right now. Yeah, and and, and let's say for instance, if that playing. So um, let's say that playing tournament. It would be so it's Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta, or, or how does it work? Okay. So I've got I've got the stadiums up now. So the seven through eight is Toronto, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta. The mm-hmm. way the tournament works is seven and eight play. Winner automatically is the seven seed. Nine and ten play. The winner plays the loser of the seven eight game. Ah. <clears throat> so Brooklyn would play if it started today. Brooklyn would play Toronto. Whomever would win is obviously the seven seed. But the loser would play either Charlotte or Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Brooklyn, I'm scared shitless to play in Atlanta. You know, one, one yeah. game and done yeah yeah because yes atlanta is not what they were last year they're more what i thought they would be last year Mm -hmm. but that is a young team that can get hot and you're screwed absolutely absolutely so and that's what i was saying like the nets need to be you know like i say fourth seed but even six seed they at least they'll have a have a shot but i just don't see them uh like the miamis the the bucks or even hell like even Cleveland is playing lights out right now, man. Like they, I like. I'm going to really, ask a really stupid question. Is there a mm-hmm. st- strategic advantage for Brooklyn to not get home court advantage? I mean, we, we just talked about the COVID restrictions that may or may not still be there. So yeah. if they don't have home court advantage, it means Kyrie would play more games than he wouldn't be eligible for. Yeah, I don't like just giving home court up and hoping that all that pans out. You know what I mean? I, I don't. I don't either. I mean, every time I've seen a yeah. team do it, it hasn't worked in their favor. Yeah, and plus too, it, it depends on what team they're going to play the first round. I mean, if they're playing any other teams, you know, if they're playing like Miami, that's not going to matter. I mean, Miami is a pretty solid road team. They're what, 19 and 14 on the road, so... Uh... And, and let's look at that now. So, I mean, again, if the playoffs started today, and there's still about 20 or so games left. Brooklyn, if they won in for the play-in tournament, they would be an 8 or, an, or 7 or 8 seed. So they're going to play either Chicago or Miami. Yeah. So that Chicago team is scary with DeMar DeRozan yeah. being, you know, mid-range king now. Yeah, and Vooch with those pick and rolls. Oh yeah. Um, why wasn't he doing that in Orlando? Oh wait, because we didn't care. <laughs> well, you know why? Yeah. Why strategize when we don't need a strategy? Exactly. <laughs> do the best you can. You have to. Yeah, win. Just, just, no, 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 no. Don't, don't do that. Do not do the best <laughs> you can. Do just enough. Do just enough. Just qualify as an NBA team. That's it. Barely. That's it. We're just trying to pay the stadium off. That's it. So That's before it. we move. To the east, to the Western Conference, I want to kind of stay in the East for just one quick second. Right. I don't normally advocate firing coaches, especially midseason. I hate saying, "Hey, this guy should lose his job." Not very nice. But his Thibodeau just out, you know, out served his purpose in New York, and I, I mean that because, like, just the month of February, they've lost three games in which they've led by twenty points or more. <sighs> 
He's a he good could. coach. He, he has a tendency to burn mm-hmm. his players out, though. Yeah. And Derek Rose. Yeah. That's blowing him out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It just his like get his method, but it's like this is a new NBA. Like after a while, these these young players are gonna be like, I'm tired of all that hard nose shit. Like, like, you know, the the likes of a Steve Kerr or those or 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 even a Rick Carlisle, like those are the, the ones that's more like like teachy if if to say like those are the coaches that are usually successful in today's NBA. Those hard nose, oh no, you're gonna get your ass on the line or those type of coaches. A lot of those players are not feeling it because even if a lot of these guys are one and done and they're coming from a lot of these programs to where like they're not Tibbs. Tibbs is one of those like last of the dying breed, like nineties type type of coaches right now. And I wouldn't even go that far as you know, he, that he can't relate to the players. I've seen the games, two of those games that they've blown 20 point lead. The team just looks discombobulated. Mm-hmm. Like that's on the coach that's calling timeout and going, guys, what the fuck is going on? I mean, that's 100% on the coach. Yes, he is going to burn out his players. Julius Randall is going to just going to hurt somebody this year. I don't doubt that. But as a coach, you've got to, got to look around going, okay, we were up by 28. We're now down, we're now up by 19. Because we're stu- we're sitting up in a stupid shots, guys. Calm down. And in ne- neither time has he done that. He just kind of let them play, let them take stupid shots, and the other team just will go down the score and chip away, chip away at the lead, and and they end up losing. Yeah. To me, well, also, that's one hundred percent on the coach. No, no, I agree. And remember, he did that same thing when the Heat, when they had the Heatles, they were playing the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls had a lead. I think it was either Game Three or Game Four, and they were playing in Chicago. I, I forgot which game. But what happened was he didn't make any adjustments. He was just like, you know what? You guys are going to just stick it through. And then the Heat came back and won that game and they ended up winning the series. But it's like when it comes to making adjustments, he's like hard and it was like, hey, this is the game plan. We're going to stick to it. Like you guys just got to figure it out. Sounds like Jason Garrett. <laughs> you got the clap down. <laughs> the, the, the hand clap, not the other clap. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't want to make any assumptions about anyone's personal life. Uh, I mean, I don't know. If he runs his players that hard, imagine what he does to a hooker. Okay. I, I saw the quote from Jimmy Butler, or the, the quote that was attributed to Jimmy, to Jimmy Butler. Was that real? What's that? I didn't see that. There was a quote that they attributed to Jimmy Butler. They, they were asking him about the skills challenge. And he's like, I'd like to see Rachel Nichols' skills challenge. Boy, I hope so. he saw Rachel Nichols' skill challenge. He sure did. Whatever skill that is. I'm going to leave that one there. You're welcome. I'm not gonna take that many. You're all welcome. All of you listeners, you too, both of you. Congratulations. <laughs> Was it another guy? Never, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, no, no. It, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, an A. <laughs> That's <laughs> maybe an A being, for effort too. You're being a little rough on her there. <laughs> that looks like a portal <laughs> to a new dimension. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, that's what happens when we don't have football to talk about. Jeez. Open the door for the flicky. <laughs> Talking about something that has a climate. Ooh. And not just vitamin D. <laughs> Why is there a breeze? <sighs> Anyways, mm-hmm. on that note, we'll move to the Western Conference. <clughs> so Phoenix is leading leading the conference by six and a half games, but they've lost also lost CP3. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be tough. So I, I asked a question to a friend of mine. Is, is CP3 the best NBA player to never win a title? 
Mm, I don't I mean, say no. Jeez. He's up there. Char- Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Tracy McGrady. Oh, what are you talking about? I don't know. Would you rather have Chris Paul over Tracy McGrady? For overall game? No, to build a team, period. To, to start build a team. team around yeah. Tracy McGrady or, or Chris Paul. Yes. Honestly, yeah. I'm. It, it's close. I'm going to go with Paul because he can distribute the ball. He can make his other his teammates better. Who cares about that shit anymore? We need T-Mac. T-Mac will distribute the ball to himself and then distribute it to the <laughs> bottom of that net. Three <laughs> points in a minute and a half or something. 13, uh, what was it? 13 points in uh, 34 seconds. Something like that. Just in, It's just insane. Yes. On the Spurs, too. So it's not like some yeah. rag, rag them off in team or anything. Right. Spurs. With the Duncan. With, yeah, Duncan. with Duncan. Yeah, the, the good Spurs. Yeah. Everybody Duncan's had their knees and everything. Yep. Yeah, and it, it's great to watch the highlight because they're all just looking around like, what, what the hell do you want us to do? <laughs> like Bruce Bowen's in his face, Tim Duncan's in his face, both it, guards and forwards are in his face. It care. wasn't like he was just kind of just a layup drill. No, they were covering him tight. He yeah. was just like, "This he, is my game." He was like, he'd have he got the ball and would have to run away from them to shoot the three, yeah. get the yeah. ball, take off running, spot it, bang. Like it's, it was, it's an amazing thing to watch if you haven't seen it. Tracy McGrady against the Spurs, thirteen and thirty-five, I think it is. Yeah, it's uh, on YouTube. Was, Great video. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a TNT if, game, I believe. Let me see if I can find it for the old mm-hmm. Twitter account. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, because we, we were talking that, that CP3 obviously is one of the best to never win a title. You know, it's the equivalent to like a Dan Marino in the NFL. Great player. Mm-hmm. You want him on your team and just never won it. And yeah. I honestly, I think Marino is probably the, the, the equivalent in the NFL. No, no, I agree. Um, I agree. It, it just with with Chris Paul, it's just luck, man. I thought last year when they, they were in the finals, I thought that they would uh, have a chance to pull it off. But then again, it's like they had no answer for Giannis. And then everyone else started clicking for the uh, Bucks. It was like, uh, you know. But. Well, and, and Chris Paul's problem, you're right. It is luck. It's horrible luck. He always seems to yeah. get hurt this time of the year. Yep, yep. In Houston, remember when they had that chance? I thought for certain they were going to beat the uh, beat the Warriors. But then when he got hurt, it was all downhill yep. from there. Yeah, because if I remember right, he got hurt in game five and they went up three to two. Yep, yep. And then they and then they lost game six. Of, and again, that, no, that, the, the clay game was when he went off against Oklahoma City. Right. Um, but that was the game seven where Harden had like 13 turnovers. Talk about 13 yep. and 35 seconds. He had 13 turnovers in 35 minutes. Yeah. Yep. And he shot like I think he shot like 20, what, 20? Four percent, twenty-five percent. Like he's and that oh, game it was, was hard terrible. Game. Yeah, he was. and and yeah, and that just solidified just the fact that he just chokes in the playoffs. Right. So yeah, Philly, exactly. good luck. <laughs> exactly. Um, also, too, um, I wanted to point out something. Um, I saw a article they were talking about LeBron James wanting to play with his son in the year 2024, right? He's projected as a second round pick. Right. What are the odds of Ronnie James going to the Magic and LeBron James being all I thought about that all day. I thought about that all day. (laughs) I thought about like the shittiest franchise in the league taking LeBron James being like, hey LeBron, we're ready for you, bud. Exactly. I'm going to retire now. We're ready for you. Come to Minnesota. (laughs) Dude, the the magic have a knack for getting old has been stars. Talk about this. <laughs> right? They had Dominique. They had they had Ewing. They had Sean Kemp after cocaine. They had T Mac <laughs> after he broke himself. Dominique Wilkins too, right? Dominique. I would have really yeah. liked to have like cocaine Sean Kemp. That would have been great. <laughs> yeah. That'd have been great. Yeah. Yeah. But we got like donut yeah. Sean Kemp. Yeah. Chicken and beer Sean Kemp. Chicken and beer and <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, watch. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in a magic uniform. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's a washed up superstar. Of course he'll be in the magic uniform. That's what they do. <laughs> and and for what? And for what? So he could play one season with a second round draft pick. You're not yep. telling me that the uh it's not something the Rockets would do. Oh, I can totally see the Rockets. The doing Rockets that. are desperate. That. Right. Dude, the LeBron in two years when he's with the Suns could be a bigger sideshow than watching the PT Burnham show. Right. And that's why I know that the magic would go for it. Imagine like, hey, we don't want to win. We just want people in seats. Come on. You know, James family, come play. We don't care if you win. The LeBron, do you want to like sit out half a team? Go ahead. As long as you're in the stands, just just sit by the bench. We just want people to come. Sign okay. autographs, coach your son. We don't care. That's it. We don't care. Dunk every once in a while. Exactly. I don't know. You really think LeBron's going to do it though? He's going to try. I, I I think he's keeping the options open depending on who drafts Bronny. Um, again, we're talking about we're talking about a second round draft pick in the in the NBA. Maybe. But I think he's keeping his options open so that if he goes to a team that he would like to go to, he would sign there as a free agent. <laughs> he's going to wind up in China. Like, yeah, <laughs> they're both going to wind up in Shanghai. <laughs> yeah, great. and again, I I, I will keep stressing this enough. We are talking about a second round draft pick in the NBA. Maybe the maybe the only maybe. guy I can think know. of, the only two guys I can think of that were second round draft picks in the NBA that turned out to like be all stars: Draymond Green and Mono Ginobili. Let, let me ask you this: If you were a second round draft, if you were projected as you're coming out of high school to be a second round draft, Give would you even plan on being drafted? Would you even assume you were going to be drafted? No, I would go to college and get more seasoning. Or plan to go to Italy or Australia. Or you know, play in the G League or something. Uh, there you go. See, Bonnie should sign with the Lakeland Magic and then, you know, Bonnie should go there. Oh, then we can see him for like 25 bucks. <laughs> Even cheaper. All three of us. Yep. <laughs> no, oh. I, I, again, I, I think LeBron is just saying that to try to get his... And it could be just so that he can get his son drafted because if he's potentially a second-round pick, he might be a no-round pick. It could have been uh, something to talk about to cover up for that lame-ass All-Star game. Oh, God, that was terrible. It's all terrible. But baseball players said, look, if you aren't playing baseball or hockey, just leave the All-Star games alone. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. I I would talk about baseball, but there's no baseball. It makes me sad that there's not even baseball at all right now. All right. Full full confession. I had no idea until you mentioned that right now. No clue how much I care. Well, it it was so funny. So for those who don't follow Major League Baseball, like BJ, you know, follows on a sports podcast, doesn't follow a major North American sport. Um, baseball is completely locked out right now. The the owners have locked the players out, and there's a you know conversations about the collective bargaining agreement. So they just had they met on Sunday, I believe, to go to hash over everything. They talk about money, you know, the important stuff. They talked about arbitration, um, extra roster spots, changes to the game, things that the owners couldn't give two shits about. But not not talking about any, any of the money or changing the luxury tax or anything like that. So. They have no interest of bringing it back. I will be shocked if they play 100 games this season out of the 162 they normally play because the owners don't care. And they also know it is a lot of games, but the owners also know that eventually the players will give in because the owners, they're still making money. The players aren't. And and that's the thing that that these uh, people always forget with these work stoppages, that for the owners, this is not their primary source of income. I mean, these guys are like Jerry Jones is an oil man. Um, Mark Cuban is, you know, an internet guy. They have other sources of income. The players, this is it. Right. So once you start missing paychecks, they go, um, we need to start turning this around, especially the foot, the foot soldiers. Right. The stars don't care. Exactly. The, the foot soldiers do. Exactly. Exactly. 
Wow, this, that has to be tough. I mean, a lot of spoiled people fighting over a bunch of first world problems. Yep. That's what it is. Grow yep. up, shut up. You get all the money that you signed for. What more do you want? Every right. penny. Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid. You're getting every penny. <laughs> Calm down. Exactly. Bobby Bonilla Day is one of my favorite days on the calendar. He's getting. Since our junior year in high school, he's been getting a check from the Mets. Yep. And he he will get it until my oldest is in high school. Hey. No, I take it back. He will he will get paid until my youngest is in high school. This is a great businessman. Because I I, I, I want to say that contract runs to 2035, 2036. Mm. You know, we like to sit down, just pay all your bills for the year. I'm yeah, done. we're done. We're done. You know, it, it reminds me of a lot of the um, owners of the the St. Louis Spirits or the Spirit of St. Louis ABA team. Do you guys know, remember remember that story? No. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. so when the ABA and NBA were going against each other um, and the NBA decided that they're just going to fold the ABA into the NBA, they were trying to buy different teams and whatnot. And the St. Louis team wasn't good enough to join the NBA. But the, the owners negotiated a contract that said that, fine, you can have our players. We, we will go away. But we want a percentage of every TV deal that you make. And the the commissioner of the NBA at the time went, okay, our games are tape delayed. No one cares. Fine. Here, go away. And it finally came, you know, they finally changed that like two or three years ago. Man. These guys were making billions just sit oh, on their man. ass. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, you Appreciate want to do it, the Michael. games live now? Go ahead. <laughs> That's crazy. And they had that deal during the golden era of the NBA, too. Oh, oh yeah. man. I mean, they were on their yachts watching the NBA finals. <laughs> oh, hey, Steph and LeBron, keep going. Go, yeah. go for it. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah well, and, and, spe- and speaking of LeBron, we'll, we'll end the, the NBA segment here. Um, is LeBron even going to make the playoffs this year? I mean, ah. right now, the Lakers are number nine. Um, the Spurs, who are number 11, are four and a half games behind them. You think he's going to whine about the playing this year? Yep. Even though he's yep. in Yep. I think the Lakers will make it. I think they'll make the eight seed. So, I mean, think about it. So, they'll have to play either – they'll probably play Portland, and they'll have to play either Minnesota or the Clippers. And, th- and think about that for a second. So, the, the play-in game, you know, for the West could be LeBron, a broken AD, a Russ who doesn't want to be there, versus a Clippers team without Paul George or Kawhi. Adam Silver's oh. just probably going, gog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you if you tell me, okay, you got LeBron James to win two games for you, getting the playoff. I'll take that. I'll Again, take LeBron James too. Especially against either Minnesota <laughs> or a Clippers team without Paul George or Kawhi. Yeah. I mean, who 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 is the star on the Clippers right now? Is it Terrence Mann? Uh, Luke Kennard? I was gonna Reggie say, Jackson? Uh, Reggie Jackson's about to form. Uh, so that, that's what I'm thinking. One of those guys. But uh, also, too, um, with Portland and, and Dame being out, it's like, and they don't have CJ uh, um, anymore. So it's kind of like... Yeah, CJ's in New Orleans. Yeah, he's in New Orleans. So it's kind of like, you know, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, it's their fault. Oh, yeah. They should be able to just win these games handedly, you know, to, to well, get into the playoffs. And speaking of New Orleans, apparently um, Zion didn't even reach out to, to McCollum when he came over. Like, has been has completely disappeared from the team. Is there a bigger I sign think... of disrespect? Or is this like this new uh, uh, new way of dealing with things, this new crowd? Because I've I never think heard... it, I think it's the latter. I think he saw the way that, that Harden got out of Houston and went, I'm just going to do that. Yeah. Also, too, who is uh, Zion's representation? CAA. They're, they're t- oh, okay. Because I, I also heard that um, CAA is connected to Leon Rose, right? For the Knicks. Oh, yeah. And they were saying that they're telling him to force his way out so he can go to New York. 
But with his injuries, if I was Zion, I would sign that extension, then try to go wherever I may want to go because his we injury just talked cool. about we just talked about Thibodeau in New York burning people out, and you want to send a broken Zion there? And what the hell like, is wrong with you? He's played like two more games than Greg Oden over the same time period. Think about that. Oh, right. You're right. No, like 85 but, to 83 or something like that. Right, right. Here's my theory. I just think that if so, uh, it's, uh, CAA is his representation, they're heavily connected to Leon Rose. You don't think Leon Rose is maybe somehow telling him, hey, man, you come to New York. We can have this, that, and a third. Maybe he knows something that we don't know. Maybe Tim's will be on his way out. And they probably told him, hey, these are potential coaches that, you know, we can get you here, that we can have you play with this coach and stuff. Shit like that happens all the time in the NBA. They make these backside What are they going to do? Get, get rid of Tibbs, <laughs> sign Zion, and then have Chauncey yeah. Belps be their coach? Getting or staying obese to get to where you want to be in the NBA is, is an actual strategy. Ask Charles Barkley. He didn't want the 76ers to draft him. So he put on 30 pounds before the draft and showed up at 302. And and, and the they, Sixers still drafted him. And they drafted yeah. him. So so it's a it's an actual strategy. But it's funny you mentioned Greg Oden because there was a player in that was in Greg Oden's draft that is still playing to this day and will still make will actually make the playoffs this year. Lamarcus Aldridge? Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Yep. That was his point guard. They played together at Ohio State. Yeah, shame. You don't think yeah. Portland is like beating their head against the wall because they're like, we had a chance to get Kevin Durant, but we took Greg. They, they had a chance to get Michael Jordan and, you know, Sam Bowie. <laughs> and they had a chance. Didn't they draft Scotty? No, no, didn't draft Scotty Pippen. No, he played with them later. But there was another uh, person that the Blazers could have drafted, but they drafted someone else. Was it Elijah one? No, Elijah one was one. Because that, right. that draft Elijah was one. They drafted Sam Bowie. Or was that... Right. Yeah, that, that's what we're talking about. Elijah right. Elijah one was one. Bowie was two. Jordan was three. Yeah, that's right. right. Houston probably No, but I mean, the, yeah, I, I think the, the the front office at Portland just, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to pull up some recent picks by, the, by them. They had a great team. Yeah. They had Drexler and Cliff Robinson. Yeah. Not going to lie, though, that Oh, uh, was it? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Then I'll, I'll make a point about what happened on social media this week. Oh, yeah. Go no, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. So apparently I pissed a bunch of people off on social media and I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, when I started comparing Hall of Famers that Jordan beat in the in the finals for Hall of Famers that LeBron beat in the final. And apparently like our, uh, our Twitter account blew up because people got pissed at that. They're like, well, that's not a way to to compare records when they were talking about how LeBron had a, had a harder road than Jordan to his title, which by the way, <laughs> LeBron has what? <laughs> Four? The Eastern Conference. The Eastern wow. Conference has been weeks since he's been in it. Oh my God. <laughs> like the yeah, number. That, that was, like... It, was a, it was a thing last week that people were saying that LeBron had a harder time to his titles than Jordan had to his. They have no idea. Like each round, Jordan had, was facing a a top seventy five player at yeah. one point, right? What what he you got the Celtics, you had the Pistons, you had the Knicks, like, and then and then in the nineties, um, you had Miami that came up. You understand? Look, I'm I'm looking at the standings in 1991. Okay, just picked a random year. That's Bulls' first or second title. Second title because they won in 1990. Title. Okay. No, they won. No, they won in 1991 because the yeah. the Pistons won 89 and 90. Sorry. The Bulls, the Celtics, the Pistons, the Bucks team. I don't know much about, but even the five and six. This is the five. The five seed Charles Barkley. The six yeah. seed uh, Dominique Wilkins. The seven seed Reggie Miller. The eight seed Patrick Ewing. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Each team has a top 75 player in, in the top 75 in the NBA. So, yeah, the, the 91, okay, so you want to do, you were doing the, the 90 91 season? Let me make sure. Okay, so the 90 91 season. It says standings for 91 on NBA.com. Okay, well, because they, they go by the, the you know, year of the playoffs. <clears throat> so that, that, um, Bucks team that finished fourth. The Danny Shays, not basically Dale Ellis, Adrian Dantley, who I believe isn't Dantley a Hall of Famer. Yep, yep. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> consistent Hall of Famers in each round. Yep. Who has LeBron played? I would say half the time in the playoffs, LeBron has played Gilbert Arena. So like, yeah. <laughs> look, in, in the Western Conference, this was the selection they had to choose from who they might have faced: the Trailblazers with Clyde Drexler in the group we just talked about, Cliff Robinson, Stacey Ogwin, yada yada yada. The Spurs with David Robinson and his crew. The Lakers need I say more. Well, no, okay, no. Let's like think about this. With Jordan only played the Lakers with jo- with Johnson once. After that first season, when Jordan beat the, the Lakers in the finals, the next seasons when Magic retired. Yeah. Then he came back and what? He came back the next year, didn't he? 92, 93? I I don't think he played a full season. I can't well, I'll, I'll look that up. But anyway, Rockets, Hakeem Olajuwon, the Warriors. I'm pretty sure that was Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, and uh. That was the the run DMC uh, years. Run TMC, yeah. It was Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, Mitch and yeah, Mitch Richmond. Wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was run, run, run TMC. TMC. So yeah, um, and, and people were Sonics. Yes. It was yeah, with with pre cocaine chunk camp. Are you sure? But yeah, people were. I don't know. Some of the reactions after he dunks, you're like, hey, okay. <laughs> but yeah, because when he looked at just Hall of Famers in the finals, Jordan played Magic, Worthy, in his first one. The, the second one, Clyde. The third one, Barkley. And then when, when they won it again, they played Peyton. And Sean Kemp wasn't a Hall of Famer, but still. And then the final two years, it was Malone and Stockton. Yeah. And can you name the six Hall of Famers that LeBron has played in the finals? Well, is that um, fair? Because we need a few more years for them to retire. Yeah. Okay. But so P- far, potential Hall of so far. Tim yeah. Duncan. Tim Duncan. Okay. Probably Tony Parker. Yeah, Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. Manu's going to get into okay. his European spin too. Yep. yep. Um, um, Dirk. Yeah. But he never beat Dirk. Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. So the ones that he has beaten one well beaten. damn oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh shit you're right hold on i'm thinking um well okay they did beat duncan and they beat ginobili and they beat uh tony uh parker that's that's one team though yeah that's one team um uh, okay no well, hold on that team also had one other hall of famer on it you're forgetting i promise you the team nope no, the team that lebron the first team that lebron beat in the finals had another hall of famer that you're not you're not oh, mentioning tracy mcgrady tracy mcgrady yeah, Jason McGrady was on that team. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it because everyone else he he went to in the final. Okay, Durant. They beat right. Well, yeah, he beat Durant, did he? Yep, yep, yep. But the Heat right. four games to one. Yes. That was his first title. And they beat Harden. Well, yeah, Harden yeah. and uh and Durant Russell Westbrook, Westbrook and Harden. Too. Yeah, and they beat Golden State with Steph and Clay. I don't know if Jay yeah. Moore's well, a Hall of Fame. It's getting easier now. to get in the Hall of Fame too. In, in all sports, just about. Mm. So, but yeah, when, when I, 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 I sent you guys the picture of the quote that they talked about, I'm like, no, this is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just asinine. So, yeah. Um, on, on that 
happy note, I think we'll take a quick break. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports and on Twitter at Podcast Sandlot. And we're back. And so I do realize that talking about the regular season basketball is a lot like foreplay. No one really gives a shit unless it goes horribly, horribly wrong. Um, but we're going to talk like, about regular like season talking, college basketball. It's like talking about the first 152 games of baseball. Exactly. Um, I, I have to say this. I know I've got the Michigan football over here. Um, Jawan Howard should have been suspended. He deserved yeah. his suspension. I think I five games is about right. I would have said probably three, but late in the season was just finished. The regular season now. If I were Joan, I'd be more mad that I didn't connect for the suspension that I got. I didn't really get exactly. It yeah, but so the coaches kids, for if you're gonna do it, make sure you fucking connect because you're getting suspended. Yeah, right. but the coaches for Wisconsin should should have been suspended too. And, and they were John. They were John. Yeah. They were John. We can jog. Yeah. When somebody decides to stop using their mouth and start using their hands, that's what you work the first eight years of your kid's life teaching them. And if you if you go to John, you don't put your hands on somebody. Yeah, thank you. You get what happens after that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Talk shit and keep moving. Yeah. Talk shit and keep and, moving. And for the school to come out and say, we don't deserve this. This is a Wisconsin fine. Shit. I hope you guys lose in the first round of whatever tournament you guys play in. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It was the thing is I've seen what well, first off I'm gonna say this because I've seen some people on ESP on uh website that was saying that Jawan Howard is worse than Bobby Knight. No, the fuck he no. is. Hell no. Bobby Knight beat up his player, threatened his coaches. Like, like come on, guys. Like, I'm like, well, the same people saying that were the ones that that said the crap about the Super Bowl halftime show. Is that the like the same Ben like circle? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so it's just like, come on, like, like you can actually, like, there are players, there are players right now who still go to counseling for what Bobby Knight did to him. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm like, come on, guys, can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm yeah. serious. I'm serious. I can't think I'm of sorry. the guy's name, hold, but he goes to counseling it. for it. I couldn't hold it. I couldn't hold it. <laughs> he goes to counseling for it. Bobby Knight, like like Bobby Knight was a terror during practice. They they said like um um I can't think of the guy's name, but he was saying like 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 he missed the screen and Bobby Knight like like grabbed him by his neck, put him where he's supposed to, you know, do the screen. Everybody's like looking in fear. Like I won't let no man grab me like that. Yeah. Does Jawan have a anger issue? Yes, yes. Is it something he needs to work on? Yes. Is that some something that happens when you go from being a player to then immediately becoming a high profile coach? Yes. I'll tell you what. He is not worse than Bobby Knight. That's, the, that's no. dumber than saying that, no. that Jordan had an easier route than LeBron James. <laughs> Just stop talking. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about and go away. It's awful hard to tell kids not to do this and not to do that when you're out there slapping coaches, though. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. What do you mean? So when I'm at the club and I get mad, I can't slap somebody? Now, okay. I, I have a question. I have a question. Which is a worse look for the university? Your head coach punching another coach or your head coach being convicted of a DUI? I mean, the DUI, DUI could lead to death. Right. Juwan Howard okay. most likely would have led to a concussion. So we'll go with DUI. Yeah. Okay, so when Mark Few got, got convicted of a DUI over the summer and he was suspended one game against Dixie State, you got to tell me that, yeah. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. You well, I mean, what it is. he's definitely wait, wait, got okay. some kind of privilege, if not – if not the white thing, definitely the uh, upper tier coach thing. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? That, that, that privilege. So there's something going on there. I mean, that's it's a one game for DUI. You could have been in an accident, killed somebody, destroyed property. Right. I don't know. But, I don't know. but even, but even then, like, all right, let's talk about Bobby Knight for a moment. Like the NCAA knew that Bobby Knight was harming his own player and did nothing. Turn the blind eye. It wasn't a secret. He brought a bullwhip two-way press conference and talked about how he used it for motivation for his players. He didn't hide the damn thing. <laughs> 
They just went. Oh, that's just Bobby being Bobby. <laughs> like, no, this is not the Dragon Master being the Dragon Master. Stop! You know how fucking bold you gotta be to bring a bullwhip to a press conference. Wow! And, then, and joke about how you use it on your players. <laughs> I bet Calvert Cheney was like, "This motherfucker, yeah, man." <laughs> Hello, you know, we, Bobby. <laughs> we, I mean, they, they they jumped down John Cheney's throat when he threatened to beat up John Calipari, which, yep. okay, that's bad. It's not like he brought a knife to the press conference and went after Calipari, <laughs> which, you know, maybe. <laughs> oh, man. Those tempo people wow, are weird. Man. I mean, look look at Bill Cosby. I mean, it's just they're just weird. Man, they should all just have paintball guns on them. They really get mad. Just... That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, but do you think that so so you don't think Michigan is going to part ways with him after the season? I think he's going to be on thin ice. Um, he he was there basically of the olive branch to the Fab Five because they the- they had basically just disavowed the Fab Five completely. Chris Weber has talked about it. Jalen Rose has talked about it. Bringing Jawan Howard back into the family allowed them to slowly kind of bring that back and relive the the, the olden days. And he's slapping um, coaches. And he's slapping coaches. Mm-hmm. I think he will be he'll be back next season. It wouldn't surprise me if he's not, but I think he'll be back next season. Um, but I think he'll have a very short leash. Yeah. And I think what's going to hurt him more, maybe not his temper next year, but if he goes 14 and 11 through 25 games, I think that's going to hurt him more. If we've learned and anything, over, if we've learned anything over the past few years, is that Michigan will hold on to questionable coaches. Brady Hoke, <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> The, the, the team on the other side. <laughs> but yeah, and that that's the biggest problem with Juwan uh, this year. Not so much you know, punching coaches, although that is horrible. But he's 14-11 with a loss to UCF on his record. Yeah, That's why he's out there punching coaches. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and I, I think it's funny. You, you, you listen to Greg Gard talk about, like, well, we called timeout because we couldn't get the ball over midcourt. And Jerron was was full court pressing our players. Okay, cool. You're still up by twenty. Shut up. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. Just I, I rather him admit say, yeah, you know, we were, you know, we beat a rival. I'm rubbing it in his face, you know. Yeah. Just be honest about it. I love it. No, I love it. <laughs> yeah. The the only problem I is, mean, and the the real problem here is, you can cause a problem between the players. Right. Yeah. Concerned you more than anything. That's what started to happen. Yeah. So you know, you want to do it? Maybe hey, go over to the locker room while the guys are in the locker room is going slap shit out of in the hallway and go back and talk to your players like nothing right, happens. right but sparking the kids up is a real concern because then you're talking like brawl which that does happen yeah, um yeah, yeah. back my senior year we played uh it was lake Ware high school and uh coach todd got into it with their coach and then we were like ready like you all coach todd has to do is just like push him and we're gonna go out and brawl like it, it does spark something um I'm, I'm glad it didn't happen though because i found out later there were some people in the stands who were carrying, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so yeah, it, it, it worked out that nothing didn't pop off. And let, let's just get this straight right now. Again, what what Dron did was bad. It is not malice in the palace bad. Right. <laughs> I, I don't know who said that on, on ESPN or Fox, but shut up. Yeah, they, it's the clicks. It's like they go overboard, bro. I'm like, so really? cousins to, to Carolina. It's still a dumbass <laughs> idea. It's like those fake Twitter accounts that put out fake trades that aren't happening. Yeah. Like they're just, it's just attention. 
<laughs> yeah, attention. The whole world is a bunch of attention-seeking whores. Aaron Rodgers, you're right. What's that? You, What's you that? said attention-seeking whores, and I just went Aaron Rodgers. So I mean, I thought we're playing word association. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Look, man, man, whores get paid. Sluts do it because they love it. Aaron Rodgers is an attention-seeking slut. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's, okay. Let's just be honest about that. How crazy do you have to be to be dumped by the lady who eats clay and uses vitamin D to correct her genital issues? <laughs> you know, doesn't the body get most of its vitamin D from the sun and the skin's reaction to the sun and yada, yada, yada? Yes. Yes. So why doesn't she just go out there and spread an eagle and open up the bat wings and just catch some sun instead of rubbing it in there? I mean, she seemed like she could. It's a topical treatment. Ah, I know what it is. It can't, the sunlight can't get through the bushes. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I guess my question is, who's Rogers going to go to next? Because apparently that's going to be a thing on ESPN. Is it going to be like Kaylee McEnany? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to be Jenny McCarthy. This is the only, the only next step is Jenny McCarthy. The well, two crazies merge. Jim, um, Jim Carrey doesn't matter. No, I don't know. But the two crazies merge, and then it just super crazy. Dude, just, you ever seen like what happens? Crazy. Like if if two dying stars get together, it's just a big explosion. It's going to kill the Earth. It's already dying anyway. Why does it just expedite it? <laughs> oh, I'm hoping something like Hancock happens. You know, like when they get close together, they get weaker. You go. Uh, you ever seen that movie? Yeah. Charlie's Theron? Yes. So when they stay close, they get weaker, lose their powers. That'd be great. And then he can go to Denver and sink that ship. <laughs> or Jacksonville. Third best quarterback in the division. You know what you need to do? You need to convince Shad Khan to draft uh, Bronny. Then you can get LeBron James for a season. <laughs> Put him out there at tight end, have Trevor throw him passes. Hey, you know what? If if Trent Balky has anything to say with it, it might happen. <laughs> that guy. Wait, the, wait, the same you. guy that hi, that um, signed Tim Tebow because Urban Meyer said it was a good idea. Yep, it was a good that idea. Guy. We talked about that for like oh, two months. <laughs> 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 yeah i mean they've um i read this article made me throw up in my mouth they were saying how you know uh peterson and bulky hit it off right from the jump i'm like oh this this can't be true i hope not every uh, everybody everybody going into that situation is going to be okay for the first month wait till they start arguing over players in that draft room right then we'll see i agree then we'll see how this goes every crazy yeah. marriage started off with a good first date yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's true. nice dates first kiss <laughs> cuddling watching movies together cooking for each other and then murder exactly. suicide yep i can see dougie p going hey um i think we're gonna uh draft evan neal oh you mean hutchinson no evan neal no we're gonna draft hutchinson i've already told him we're gonna draft but i i wasn't you didn't consult me yeah no it's gonna be no no the conversation (laughs) is gonna go I want to draft Evan Neal. Okay, cool. I want to get Mer- uh, Malik Willis, but we already have a quarterback. I don't care. I want Malik Willis. I want three. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And Duffy's on the way. That's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to be like the Detroit Lions of quarterbacks. You're going to draft like three number one wide receivers, three number one quarterbacks. <laughs> have them all back there. Nobody protect them, but three Somebody number one quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Just line him up all at the same time and don't know where <laughs> the ball is going. Exactly. You know, in hindsight, if Matt Millen didn't need so many other things, those number one wide receivers would be great the way the NFL yeah. is gone. The way the NFL is gone, you know, the arc. Yeah. But if you don't have an Ooh. offensive line, the quarterback can't throw him the ball. And also, uh, if like one's on cocaine, the other one's on pie. And the other one's yeah. uh, Joe, the quarterback's Joey Harrington. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and let's think about it for a second. So those three wide receivers that they picked was, I think one was Megatron, Carlos. one was Charles Rogers, one was Roy Williams. So you had Williams. a Hall of Famer. Uh, Addicted to drugs and dick at the it pie. Was, it was Mike Williams, Carl yeah, Mike Williams. Rogers, Mike yeah. Williams, Carlos Rogers, and uh, Roy Williams. Roy Williams, right? Yeah, Megatron oh, tried okay. to save your franchise afterwards, and you shit upon his efforts. An- another great player who never won a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, that's your guy's mo. You take players that are Hall of Famers, and then you destroy them until they have no confidence and they want to quit the game. Yeah. You're the Jacksonville of the North. Well, is was... is, is Johnson the best wide receiver that has just a horrible quarterback situation? Did he though? He had Stafford. Yeah. You know, but he, he also had Joey Harrington. Stafford um, had no one else, and Stafford just fed him the ball like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, the well, Joey I mean, Harrington he, thing. That was. I'm trying to think. Yeah. There is another receiver. Um, kind of. I'm trying to think. There is another receiver that their quarterback situation was kind of iffy. I'm trying to think of. Uh, well, and 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 that's that's the question. It's like a Hall of Fame wide receiver with a shitty quarterback. Anquan Bolden until he met Kurt Warner. Larry Fitzgerald until he met Kurt Warner. Yeah, Anquan yeah. Bolden was fine until he had his face fucked up. Yeah, because Anquan Bolden, he was. Um, he played in Baltimore. Was Flacco his quarterback? He was in Baltimore. Mm, I think he left before Flacco. I want to say that was the Kyle Bowler years. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I did this for you. Uh, Calvin Johnson's drafted in 2007. So his quarterbacks were John Kitna, Dan Orlovsky, old baseline Dan, uh, Dante Culpepper, <laughs> John Kitna, Stafford, Culpepper, Drew Stanton, Sean Hill, Stafford, Drew Stanton, and then Stafford for the rest of his career. Yeah. And, and people forget that the first few years of Stafford's career, he was basically injured. I want to say that the right. first three or four years, he completed one season. Um, The first three years, he had one 16-game season. He played yeah. – 10 the first year and three the second year. Yeah, he hurt his shoulder one year and hurt his back the other year. And then from 11 to 18, he played 16 games a year. But yeah, I, it, it's hard to to think of a, of a Hall of Fame receiver that didn't have at least a solid quarterback. Yeah, I'll think he yeah. T.O. McNabb was probably... McNabb. Well, he had Steve Young for a year or two. Yeah. But I mean, that yeah. was short-lived. Yeah, and Steve Young... All right, then Jeff Garcia took over. Yeah, then he had McNabb. Yeah. Romo, and then Romo. Romo. And yeah. then, um, then it got ugly. I mean, the, the, really, the only guy I can think of would be Randy Moss. I mean, Randy Moss had uh, outside had, of the uh, one year with Brady, yeah. he had Cunningham, yeah. Cunningham, Cunningham Culpepper. Didn't didn't Warren Moon come in and play for them a little bit at some point, or was that earlier than that? Uh, I, thought, Moon I thought was earlier. Re- yeah, I thought he retired by then. Yeah, he yeah, retired. Warren Moon had Chris Carter, and then he retired, and that's how Randall Cunningham took over for him. Warren and, Moon played and, a long time. Yeah, yeah, his last team was the Vikings, and Warren Moon played. Yeah, with, the, uh, his '96 season was his last one in Minnesota. Yeah, Mr. 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 Got by a year. Yeah, by a year. Right. Yeah. So the 2000 Vikings had Dante, had Bubby Brister, and Todd Bowman as their quarterbacks. Hey, Bubby Brister. I'm here from Tech Mobile. I would have had to bubble wrap Dante Culpepper, keep him safe. <laughs> 2001, it was Dante Culpepper, Todd Bowman, and Spurgeon Wynn. Mm. Don't know what to say about that. We'll just leave that the way it is. <laughs> 2002. Um, I'm trying to think of when when Randy. 
uh, was traded to the, the Raiders. That was stupid. Okay, so 2002, um, Randy's still on the on the Vikings. It was Dante Culpepper, Todd Bowman, and Sean Hill. I remember Sean Hill. I remember he was screwed out of the, the title in um, Tampa. So 2003, quarterbacks were Dante Culpepper, Gus Farratt, and Sean Hill. Gus Farratt. Was it Is Gus it? Farratt or was it Heath Shuler that banged his head against the wall? That was Gus Farratt. Gus Farratt. Okay. I watched and that And Heath game. Shuler was the, the politician. I remember so that's laughing. Why I'm confused. I remember laughing very hard. You're an idiot. All the celebrations you can do, headbutt to uh, concrete under two inches of foam pad. That's brilliant. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm just looking at NFL memes and they just posted a meme two hours ago. It says Megatron would have been the greatest receiver of all time if he was on a better team. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Could you imagine him with Aaron Rodgers? Oof. Okay. So 2005, Randy Moss was traded to the to the Oakland Raiders. Okay. After having um, <clears throat> Gus Farad and Dante Culpepper in Minnesota in 2004. His quarterbacks in 2005. You guys, care to take a guess as to who was right, on the Raiders 2000, in 2005? 2005? Was Matt McGloin there? No. He's not. Okay. No. Um, uh, was it Jamarcus? Nope, it wasn't Randy. Jamarcus. Who's throwing to Randy and he was upset about it? Kerry Collins? Kerry not- Collins was. Um, Rich Gannon? Or Rich Gannon had already retired? He was gone. He's gone. No, Rich Gannon was gone. The starter oh. was Kerry Collins. The backup was Marcus Tuiaso Sopo. Okay. Mr. Washington, right? Washington? Yeah. Yep. Tuiaso Sopo? Yep. I remember Kerry Collins out there trying to sling it to Randy and Randy not being happy at all. <laughs> Can you blame him? No, that was a garbage ass team. Didn't Warren Sapp was out there and his career was dying at about the same time, wasn't it? Let me let me pull it up. I just went to the next season. Yeah, because it was 2005, 2006. He was on the Raiders and he's like, get me the fuck out of here. <clears throat> yep. Sapp was on, was on that yep. 2005 team. Yep. And Romanowski? No, I I think Romo was gone by then. Romo was gone by then. Um, yeah, the, the 2005 Oakland Raiders was basically um, Randy Moss, Warren Sapp, and then nobody. Nobody. Kerry Collins. That's it. I mean, okay. Here, here are your running backs: Zach Crockett, Omar Easy, Justin Furcus, Lamont Jordan, John Paul Fossey. Hey, Zach Crockett was from Florida State, I think. I know Vargas went to USC. Oh, and in 2006, the, uh, the Raiders upgraded the quarterback situation. They got rid of Kerry Collins and brought in Aaron Brooks. I remember that happened. Sounds like a and then Randy, move to me. Yeah, and then Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all, I want out. <laughs> and then started setting records again. Yeah. Yep. So I, I think that's the answer to our question is Randy Moss is the best court, best um, wide receiver that had just a shitty ass court, quarterback situation. Yeah, because Culpepper went the way of Donovan McNabb. As soon as mm-hmm. his situation changed, the play was gone. Yeah. yeah. And Culpepper's biggest problem was, was his injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was built like a linebacker, but his knee blew out and then it was never the same. Hey, Randy had a thousand yard year in Oakland his first year there on six. 60 catches and eight touchdowns. Because who, who else was, you know, who are they throwing to? Nobody. Oh, mm-hmm. so you got to give them credit for that. The shitty team yeah. still pulled out a thousand yards. Now yeah. the next year in this 535, that was the let me the hell out of here year. Yeah. Yeah. That was the Aaron Brooks year. He was like, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. done. I'm not doing yeah. This 40, 42 catches for 555, three touchdowns. And he played 13 games. Let me out of here. Yeah. It's crazy as Randy Moss could have gotten close to a thousand yards if you played those three games because he's Randy Moss and couldn't go apeshit crazy. Five point eight targets a game that year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think the other uh when he was in Oakland, the other receiver adjacent to him was uh Ronald Curry. You guys remember him? He was in North Carolina, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yep, he was he was North Carolina's starting quarterback, quarterback. and starting point guard for the Tar Heels. He chose the wrong sport. <laughs> yeah. on the way of Charlie Ward. Yeah, you shouldn't think. Yep. I mean, there, there was a good decade stretch where Charlie Ward was the, the best quarterback and point guard in New York. Yeah, yep. So, uh, trivia question, hey, and BJ. He punched Kobe right in the face. 
punch Kobe right in the mouth. <laughs> you told me not to answer this yeah. question. Yeah, don't, don't, let let Dorian have a ch- chance at this first. Okay. What okay. team did Randy Moss finish his career with? He finished his career with the 49ers. Yep. Yep. That's when he went to the Super Bowl and Colin Kaepernick was the quarterback. They lost to the Ravens because Kaepernick couldn't couldn't find um, Crabtree in the, in the end zone. Yep. Now, if Randy would have ran that route. Do you think it would have been you think it would have been a different story? Well I think if Randy had run that route with the concussion that Crabtree had had, I think it probably wouldn't have wouldn't change anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's the story that I heard that Crabtree ran that route with the concussion. And even if the ball had hit him between the numbers, he wouldn't have caught it. Oh yeah. uh, guys, Randy Moss finished his career at Tennessee. He did? Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing 2012. He went um play for San Francisco. He's retired. Oh, 2010. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, all right, I got you. Yep. Um, 2011, he didn't play. 2010, he played for the Titans, the Patriots, and the Vikes. Is that it? That's what it's yeah, saying. Yeah, sounds about right. That's weird. I didn't know he went back to uh Minnesota. I forgot about that. Yep. Yeah, so on old men talking about footballs of days past, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up for the night. So, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. <laughs> Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.